Let's get you back to On the Map. Here's Dave Plyer. All right, On the Map tonight is Ottawa, Illinois, home to our very own John Williams. So who better to talk about Ottawa? Well, here's John Williams. Hey, thank you, Dave. And yeah, this is John, and I do know a little bit about the town of Ottawa. You know who really knows about Ottawa, though, is Donna Reynolds. She's the Tourism Operations Manager for the Ottawa Visitor Center. Hey, Donna, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Really good. Um, Let's just do the nuts and bolts. Where is Ottawa relative to Chicago? Uh, We're about an hour and a half from Chicago on a good day. Yeah, (laughs) I would say I've made that trip many times, and I can do it in 90 minutes when all the stars line up. You're right off of I-80, just south of the highway, right? That's correct. Um, is Ottawa a tourism spot? I mean, it's a it's a vibrant small town. I know that for sure. But let's talk about it in terms of tourism and travel. What does it offer? Uh, we have so much to offer. Um, people get here and they just cannot believe how much there is to offer. We have uh, riverboat cruises. We have tours. We have some of the best dining around. We have so much history that it's ridiculous. What are you referring to there when you say history? Um, we are the site of the first Lincoln-Douglas debate. That's true. We are also one of the sites for the Radium Dial Girls. I don't know if you know about her. I do. Um, and we have one of the original tow houses here on the I&M Canal. Yeah, the I&M Canal is there, and Ottawa is fortunate enough to be at the confluence of the Fox and Illinois rivers, so you have a lot of natural wildlife there, eagles and hawks, uh, all kinds of river life. And it's it's very pretty, too, to see these two major rivers convening right there in town, right? Right, yeah. I, I seen an eagle this morning, too. I thought it was out of season for an eagle. Um, but as I was driving along the river today, I just like, one just flew over. I was like, that's a good sign. <laughs> and, and by the way, the radium girls and the radium dial girls are women who were employed to paint radium paint on watch dials and other instruments. This was years and years ago, but the tragedy of it is that it was known that that was dangerous. The girls were licking the paintbrushes between strokes of paint to keep a fine point on the paint sticks. But the problem is the paintbrushes, that they were ingesting radioactive paint in the process. Uh, it's, it's a fascinating story about many things, the science, the treatment of women in the business place, where the world was then. But it's it's part of it's part of Ottawa's history, isn't it? It is. Uh, we have a lot of people that read the book and have to come and check out the church and the houses and the cemetery, and and we do have a monument in honor of the, those ladies. And not to dwell on the history too much, because we'll talk about that in the next segment, but there's a statue in one of the parks there of Lincoln and Douglas. They had a, a major debate right there, didn't they? Yeah, the first uh, burial yeah. debate was held at the park. You mentioned the um, dining in Ottawa. That's the thing that people point out to me time and again. You would expect that a town of 20,000 people would have uh, some diners and restaurants, but I think yours are competitive with anything Chicago has to offer. A great brew pub, a terrific wood-fired pizza place, other pizza places, a real nice new fish restaurant. There's a hamburger and sushi place, go figure, that does those two things really well. And the list goes on, doesn't it? It really does. Even our steak places are are fabulous. So we can compete with Chicago easily, I think, for dining. Easily. And is is Ottawa kind of um, a hot spot these days? I mean, why does it suddenly seem like it's getting a lot more publicity, that there are a lot more people exploring there? 
Um, well, we are so close to Star Rock Park um, and Buffalo Rock, which has Life Buffalo. We have a new Dayton Bluffs Preserves that's, what, maybe five years old. And uh, we just have a lot of indoor and outdoor activities around here. It's a great place for skydiving and watching skydivers. Uh, there's four state parks nearby, and obviously Starved Rock State Park is, is, is one of the grand parks of the Midwest. It's beautiful. Did you know my wife picked up a book of stamps the other day, and the book of stamps featured great waterfalls of the United States? There were 12 stamps on that page, and one of them was there at Starved Rock State Park. Well, LaSalle Canyon, I believe. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you benefit from being that close to Star Rock, or Star Rock benefits from being that close to Ottawa, right? Correct. That's correct. I mean, there's lodging. Yeah, I like. Anyway. <laughs> I know you do. Well, so talk to me about packages. Like, if I was going to stay in Ottawa for a night or two, what do I do? Yeah, well, the Ottawa Visitor Center on our website, which is pickusottawail.com, has a variety of overnight packages that we worked with the hotels, the dining, the tours. Um, you can get anything you want. We even have, for a girls' getaway, we have beauty packages and stuff like that that you could buy, or a wine basket. So, um, And they're deals that are only available through the Ottawa Visitor Center. Hmm. And where are folks coming from? Uh, right now, I've had them all over. One of my favorite... Girls Getaway was a group of seven ladies that came all over from um, Illinois. They had gone to college, and every year they meet. And the one year that they picked us, um, they were so much fun. And we did private shopping with them. We had uh, tours with Tom, and they just enjoyed it so much that they uh, promised they'd come back. So we'll see if we hear from them again this year. Those tours with Tom, we'll visit with him in our next segment, but that's Tom Awesome, who is the Ottawa historian and gives tours on bicycle, right? Uh, in car, walking, any way you want to explore that area, he'll take you around, right? Oh, absolutely. I've been on one of his tours and uh, it was quite quite enjoyable, even for somebody that is uh, very local. Yeah, what do you need an awesome tour for? You already know all about the town. Uh, it was but, a haunted tour, so I had to go on to it, because he took me to some of my old haunts, as it were, yeah. and it I, I kind of always thought they were haunted places, and true enough, they are. I'll let him fill in the details on that. I know that there are awesome tours now on the St. Genevieve Riverboat. Can you just tell me that's another, I think, tourist-friendly attraction for your small town? What? Yeah, that's our um, most recent um, addition to Ottawa is the St. Genevieve uh, Riverboat, and um, they do dinner cruises, and then they do like a, um, you know, entertainment and stuff like that. So just it's beautiful time of year to be going down the river yeah. for a couple hours, sunset tour, or what have you. They took this uh, paddle boat. Let's, let's, you fully expect to see Mark Twain uh, either waving to you on shore or Huck Finn on the top deck, but it's a double-deck boat. And we've always been on the top deck. We've done it a couple of times, and we had friends in, from out of town. And we I were heard in that today. Yeah. Just on there. And that boat got all scrubbed up and clean and refitted, and there's a nice bar downstairs in the air-conditioned first floor. And then the top deck on the second floor, they sometimes have entertainment and refreshments. There's a full bar. It's often stocked with food. And I know people who've had wedding receptions on that boat, and um, uh, sometimes the the boat itself just books its own entertainment, and you can listen to some music while you go up and down the river. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, they do a really nice job there, and it's just, I think, another magnet. So are you competing with other areas? Are you competing with Wisconsin or southwest Michigan for tourism dollars? 
No, actually, we are funded by the city um, out of the hotel motel taxes, and which means we need to get those heads and beds into the hotels. Um, and we have done quite well the last few years. Even after COVID, uh, we bounced back rather quickly because we have so much to offer. I would imagine that COVID, in a strange way, was maybe good for your area in that people in the Chicago area. Uh, well, even during COVID, um, we kind of kept open. I don't want to say we were open to the public, but we were here at the visitor center because we had so many requests for information um, because we had so much outdoor activity that people could do safely. Yeah, well, I guess that's what I'm driving at there. It would seem to me that during the pandemic, a place with all of the fresh air, the parks, the trails that you have there would be a nice little getaway. That was probably true for the last few years and even more so now. There's just uh, so much going on in that little town. I say little town. I hope you don't mind that. It's a town of 20,000, right? It is. It is. It, it, it's always going to be my little hometown. <laughs> well, they say Ottawa, Illinois is the middle of everywhere. Why do you all say that? Well, just like the, I told you about the group earlier, um, some ladies were coming from Rockford, Woodstock, Champaign. We were the meeting point. Yeah. And over the years, as People coming into the visitor center, they'd say, oh, I'm from Peoria, and we're meeting somebody that's coming from Chicago. They would meet here because we were in the middle. So that's how we get started with saying we're in the middle of everywhere. And if you're familiar with Route 6 or Route 23 or Route 71 or I-80, um, you know that uh, Ottawa is, is a stop on those roads. It is most conveniently located. Donna Reynolds is the Tourism Operations Manager for the Ottawa Visitor Center. I want to talk a little bit more about the history of it, some of the unique angles of that town, and we'll do that with Tom Awesome in a little bit. Donna, thanks for visiting with us today. Thank you for having me. Let's get you back to On the Map. Here's Dave Plyer. So we continue with On the Map. I'm John Williams, and on the line now is Tom Awesome. He is the Ottawa historian. He <laughs> He is the owner of Awesome Ottawa Tours. People talk about taking an awesome tour, which is so fortunate for you that your last name is Awesome, Tom. It's very convenient, isn't it, John? It wasn't hard to come up with the name Awesome Ottawa Tours, that's for sure. It's not spelled truly, the same. Truly, Ottawa right? is awesome. It, it I is. I just have the last name. A-U-S-S-E-M in your case, but Tom Awesome does give awesome tours. What is a popular tour in, uh, in Ottawa? My two most popular tours right now are the Radium Girls of Ottawa, Illinois, and Ottawa's Underground Railroad Uncovered. The Radium Girls tour is very popular now because an author from England by the name of Kate Moore, she came out with a book probably about six years ago, and that just took the world by storm. And I'm being contacted from people all over the country, all over the world, to take this tour to get a better feel of what these ladies went through. I know you talked about it a little bit with Donna. But it is, this was a major, major tragedy for our town. In a town of this size, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of women became ill while they were working at that factory, the Radium Dow Corporation, and a second plant that we had, Luminous Processes. And it's a devastating, it's a, it's a, it's a women's rights issue, yep. it's a uh, workers' rights issue, and uh, people, it really resonates with people, and they really, it's a very emotional tour. When they come and they take it, there are always a lot of tears shed, but it's a story that can never be forgotten. No, it should be told again and again, because those issues are ever-present. Uh, workers' rights, women's rights, minority rights, uh, science plays a big role in this story. What was the years we're talking about? 
Radium Dial Corporation opened up in Ottawa in 1923, and that contamination from what they brought to town was in our community for 98 years. It wasn't until the year 2020 when the last bit of that contamination was removed. Hmm. We do not have any radium contamination from those factories anymore in this town. The cleanup process did take about uh, 38 years. Wow. But 98 years from the time they came to town, we dealt with that. So it was a lingering problem that took a long time to cure. It was, it was basically, it was the remnants of the Industrial Revolution. The Industrial Revolution created a lot of cool stuff. It also created a lot of uh, problems for health aspects and pollution. Um, the glass industry and the sand industry are very big in that part of the country. There's a very, very super fine white sand that exists along the riverbanks that's in the, in the soil. It's, it's mined there, is it not? It is. So if we want to go back way, way back in history, back when the glacier, before the glaciers came over the top of this area, we were under a shallow sea, and the seabed was sand. And when those two glaciers came over, they compacted the sand into St. Peter's sandstone. Locked within that sand are many different grades of sand, silica being the highest end. Um, it's said that Ottawa has the the highest quality silica sand. We are considered to be the silica sand capital of the world. And I'm actually touring uh, at the U.S. Silica uh, Factory tomorrow. Huh. Uh, by the way, um, let's let's leave that and go back to the Ottawa tours that you do, the awesome Ottawa tours. We're talking to Tom Awesome. He's a historian in that neck of the woods. You mentioned the Underground Railway. Talk a little bit about that. Ottawa has always been instrumental in the Underground Railroad from Back as far as the 1840s, when the canal was still under construction. Ottawa is the county seat of LaSalle County, so we have the county courthouse. We also have the 3rd District State Appellate Court. And up until about 1871, we had the 3rd Grand District of the State Supreme Court. Well, that means you're going to have a lot of judges and lawyers, educated people. We're a very Christian community also, and that lends itself nicely to it being we being a stop on the Underground Railroad. Uh, some names that are familiar with this would be like John Hasek. He is the one who was actually arrested for violating the Fugitive Slave Act. He uh, went through the court process with a Judge Drummond, and that was around 1857. That happened up in Chicago. Uh, it's been told that the mayor of Chicago at the time that he was in jail for those 10 days, the mayor of Chicago was an active abolitionist also, and he'd go pick up John at the, at the jail and take him to the opera, take him to dinner, bring him back at night. John is our, one of our most famous active abolitionists. Now, you don't think of Ottawa for being uh, instrumental on the Underground Railroad. When you talk about the Underground Railroad, you probably think more about the East Coast, over in that direction. But we had a little state called Missouri tacked on the side of us that was always a slave state. Illinois has always been a free state. And that's what allowed these men to come together and fight for the freedom of these enslaved people. My. Uh, the Lincoln-Douglas debate, the first one was held there in a park that's now called Washington Park, I believe. There's a statue there. Can you just give me a little background on that debate? Sure. Well, Washington Square was plotted with the original plot of town. James Thompson is the one who plotted Ottawa at the same time he plotted Chicago. We were sister cities. Uh, we were instrumental. We were movers and shakers from the time we were conceived. So in 1858, I think it was August 23rd, 1858, uh, Abraham Lincoln was going to go up against Stephen A. Douglas for the Illinois senatorial seat. Stephen A. Douglas was a more pro-slavery candidate, and Abraham Lincoln was a, a more anti-slavery candidate. And they had a series of seven debates across Illinois, and Ottawa was chosen to be the first of that series of debates. It was a loud, ruckus affair. There were about over 10,000 people in that park. And, John, you've been in that park. Can you imagine 10,000 people in that park? No. 
amazing that those debates and public speeches would go so long without modern amplification. But I guess people would be able to hear what they were saying, huh? way it would go, it's, it's pretty much like watching, watching British Parliament. A lot of cheering and booing going on in between sentences or paragraphs. So one candidate would say their piece, and then all the ruckus roaring would come up. Uh, when it settled down, the next candidate would have their opportunity to say their piece. Tom, we just have a couple minutes left here. What else would I do? What else would you recommend if I were going to take one of your tours? That's the nice thing about Ottawa. You can come for my tours, or you can come for Ottawa and then grab onto one of my tours. Uh, I was just sitting here thinking when Donna was talking, we've just come off of three weekends of events. Uh, actually, four if you count. We had Kite Fest, we had Wine Fest, we had Ottawa Family Pride, and then this past weekend we had the LaSalle County Cruisers Cruise Night, and then followed that up with Music in the Park. We have music in our park every Saturday night. Uh, my tours are available seven days a week from 10 in the morning until 6 p.m., and I allow people to schedule any time they want. It's not I don't have a set time for each ah, tour. Ah. You pick what time works best for you. That's awesome, OttawaTours.com. By the way, about the music in the park, a lot of towns have music in the park. This is a really big, almost city block-sized park. It's got a big fountain in the middle, a circular pool with water shooting up. There's benches everywhere and trees. They have flea markets and things there. It's a big area. When they have music in the park there on a Saturday night, that park will be filled with people. They bring their own chairs. They sit there and they listen to the music. And then they dance. They have these crisscross sidewalks that go through the park, and people get up and dance. Imagine farmers with their jeans and their flannel shirts and suspenders, and they dance really well, like ballroom-style dance. And it's just, That was some of the best twisting I've seen ever in my life on Saturday night, John. It's so charming uh, to and see And that music people. resonates through town, and it draws people in. So you might not even know music in the park is going on, but you're going to hear it, and then the crowd just build and build and build. Three-quarters of that park was full. Yeah. And yes, many, many towns have music in the park. But Ottawa is a very walkable town. You can walk down and listen to the music in the park. We also had a carnival going on at the same time. You could walk down to the carnival. You can stop in between and have a beer at Tangled Roots if you want Tangled Roots Brewery if you want to do that. We're a very easily accessible town, and we are in the middle of everywhere. We really are. And I see a lot of people on my tours who they they choose Ottawa as their meeting point after they go to college and and spread all over the country. Um, it's really becoming the center of everywhere. And staying here in Ottawa, we've got plenty of great restaurants. You can go visit the state parks. Yep. We've got something for everybody here. It's funny you mention all of that. My wife and I, after we graduated college, we're living in different towns, and we used to meet in Ottawa and go to the, was it, the Busy Bee Cafe or something like that. Do you know the place I'm talking about, Tom? That would be the... Uh, um, that was the Something Bee Cafe, and it was, I think, where the Beach House restaurant maybe? It is where the Beach House was, and we're both sitting here... <laughs> can't think of it now. Uh, the Beehive. The Beehive, there you go. Beehive, right in downtown Ottawa. Tom Awesome is the Ottawa historian and the owner of Awesome Tours. That's A-W-E-S-O-M-E, Awesome Tours. His last name is Awesome. It's spelled differently. If you go to Awesome, A-W-E-S-O-M-E, AwesomeOttawaTours.com, you can find out more and sign up for a tour. Tom, nice to talk to you. Likewise, John. Have a nice day. This is John Williams, and thank you very much, Dave. That was fun. Now back to you. Thank you, John. All right, your Chicagoland Weekender is coming up after we look at the roads with Kevin Wells. Hey, Kev.